Hello and welcome to the Black and White Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Corkywell, writer for the feature section on the Black and White. Joining me today to preview the 2020 MLB postseason, John McGowan, good friend of mine, writer for the sports section on the Black and White. John, how are you doing today? Good, how are you, Quentin? I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to be talking baseball. I got my Yankees hat on. You got your, you got your, uh, I can't even call it vintage anymore. Padres jersey. That's their current colors now. And yeah. I, I, I dig it. I really dig those. I really dig the colors. Um, so, John, the 2020 MLB postseason. For anyone that does not know, let's, let's quickly outline what it, how it's going to be different from past years. So, this year, Major League Baseball implanted a one through eight seating system with all of the postseason matchups being a best of three. And this automatically means, first of all, this automatically means three new playoff teams in both leagues. So this year in the American League, we have Toronto. Cleveland did not make the playoffs last year, correct? I or did they? No, it was so Toronto, Cleveland, and the White Sox. And then in the National League, we had San Diego, Cincinnati, and I can't believe I'm saying this, the Miami Marlins. No. Somehow, some way, made the playoffs. So a couple of things about this new format. One, the best of three. We already saw this in the NHL, in hockey. A best of three series means a lot more chaos than a five or seven game series. And the reason that being an amazing season could go down the drain just from playing two poor games. We saw that with Pittsburgh in hockey. And also I believe it was Edmonton who had great seasons, but had a bad best of three series and poof, they were gone. So John, are you a fan of this new format? I'm not a fan because like other past playoff formats, this one, even the best teams have to battle it out. And you look at the Nationals, you know, they were really hot at the right time and they took it all the way to the World Series and ended up winning it. And I don't know if they could have done that this year. And, you know, you look at the Dodgers. Milwaukee's a strong team. If, the, if Milwaukee beats the Dodgers, that the Dodgers are out. And um, my point is that any team can win it. And I don't think that it's, it's – I just don't think it's fair. I, I agree because, as you said, I want to get into this later. later. There's a couple of dynamite teams yeah. in this play who, if they get hot, easily can make a World Series run. But at the same time, if they're, they go cold, a great season could go down the drain. Exactly. So I wanted to get into a couple. Yeah, go ahead. I would say, think of it as, like, how many teams this season have lost a series? Every single team this year has lost at least one series. So what that series is now? Uh, yes, I agree. Um, so I wanted to get into a couple of storylines for this postseason. One is the new teams, especially the White Sox and the Padres, which I think would be a rate. I think the ratings would have a field day if that became a World Series. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because there, in the NBA, there's league pass teams, which which the basketball calls it. League pass teams are basically teams that, even though they may not be the best, they're exciting to watch. So the Lob City Clippers 
were a league pass team because you had Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan dunking on everybody and, and Chris Paul. And you had the highlight show in Jamal Crawford and J.J. Redick bombing threes. That was just an exciting team to watch, even though they weren't the best. This year, I guess you could call it the MLB.TV teams. Definitely San Diego and Chicago. And I want to get into that a little bit later, but I think that could be really fun. Yeah. Another, I want, yeah, another thing I wanted to get into, who do you think is the te- – which, which team do you think is under the most pressure in this postseason? I would definitely say – I would say the Dodgers. I think that, you know, they've got Mookie this year and Bellinger's coming off MVP season. And I really look at the NL and I look at their path and I see that they really don't have an excuse not to make it to the NLCS. You know, you look at the teams on their part of the NL bracket and you've got Milwaukee that they play and most likely San Diego, they'll play in the NLDS. And none of those teams compete with the Dodgers. And I think that it would be, it would just be a blown season if they don't make it. Yeah, I agree. And obviously their postseason success is really going to be lingering, especially now, like they are the consensus favorite for the world series. Like, even in past years where they were expected to make a deep playoff run, I don't think – do you think this is the best team they've had it, it, within the past seven years? I would say it's definitely – I would say so because most of their players are reaching their prime. You know, you got Mookie in his prime. Um, obviously, Bellinger is in his prime. But Kershaw's time is ticking, and he doesn't have that much longer to win a World Series. I, I agree. So – I think that's all the storylines I have, John. Is there anything else that you think will be a big headline during this postseason? I think that San Diego is going to make a deep run. That's what I, that's my bold prediction. As you say that with the Padres jersey on. All right. <laughs> See how it is. All right. We'll get into that with the predictions. Now, let's do some predicting. Let's go down the bracket and talk about all the postseason matchups we have at hand. So I want to go over all of the matchups we have right now. So let me load up the matchups. Okay, so in the American League, Tampa Bay, Toronto in the 1-8, Cleveland and the Yankees, Minnesota, Houston, Oakland and the White Sox. National League, Dodgers, Milwaukee, San Diego, St. Louis, Cubs, Miami, and Atlanta and Cincinnati. So let's start with Tampa Bay and Toronto. I just think even though this has been a weird season, Tampa Bay is just simply the better team. Oh, yeah, 100%. Even though, yes, Toronto does have young stars who are exciting to watch, Tampa Bay's pitching and their timely hitting, which I want to get into, even though they may not have the best of offenses, know when to they know when to produce and I think the the Rays are just too good I mean do you have anything else to add I mean look at it Toronto might edge out Tampa in hitting but Tampa's 100% got a better starting rotation 100% got a better bullpen and they've got more playoff experience Toronto hasn't made the playoffs since 2016 and honestly, for the past two years, they went through a rebuild. It was pretty short, and that's good for them. 
I just don't see it happening this year. I think Tampa beats them in two games. Yeah, I, I agree. I would be surprised if Toronto was able to pull one out. Even to win one game, I don't see it happening. Yeah, me, me neither. All right. Next series is a, a, a lot more interesting. So we've got the Indians and my beloved Yankees. <sighs> a couple of things. The Yankees are one of those dynamite teams I alluded to earlier. When they are hot, they are darn near unstoppable. We saw Luke Voigt, on, I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but it, it is so fun to watch him just mash. Him and obviously Judge Stan Sanchez, who have the ability to nuke baseballs, plus the fact that the Yankees finally have a starting, they finally have a number one pitcher in Garrett Cole, which is something that has held them back since we honestly got good. I know that sounds funny to say, but since 2017, we've never really had like a X-factor pitcher. The closest we've had is Luis Severino, I guess. He's like a tier, like it's not a starting pitcher one. He's like a starting pitcher one and a half. And with Cleveland, we've obviously had great success with them in the playoffs. But I think this is going to be a really close series. That's all I have to say. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, so I know looking at your hat and just knowing you, I know you're a Yankees fan. But I really mm -hmm. this year, just looking at the bracket in general, I think that this is the year that everything switches and you've got those teams that are at the bottom getting to the top like Miami and Cincinnati and all those other teams. One of those is Cleveland. I think that'll go to three games. I think that the first game, Bieber will definitely beat out Cole. Mm. And you just look at the Yankees starting pitching and even own, like Yankees fans will say that they just don't have the pitching. They don't. And you've got Plesak and Carrasco and Aaron Savali if you really need them. I just think that Indians beat them out. But it goes to three games. All right, so I agree with you. It's going to go to three games. I'm going to try to sound as unbiased as possible when I say the Yankees are going to win. So what happens, hmm? what happens in the third game? So here, here's what happens. I agree with you. I think Bieber is going to beat out Cole in the first game. I agree with you on that. I think he has been lights out for all the great that Cole has been too. Cole has had moments where he just gives up homers and it kind of derails the Yankees. And I have a feeling that might happen in the first game. The next two games, if the Yankees can start – here's the thing about the Yankees. This year, I feel like it's different than the last three because the last three years, we have been all too reliant on home runs in order to get past good teams. The reason – I think a big reason other than starting pitching last year, we – couldn't make the World Series is because we were striking out too much. You saw with Encarnacion and even Stan and Judge, none of the power hitters that carried the Yankees to a lot of wins in the regular season, they couldn't get it done when it mattered most. And that's why Yankees fans love LeMayhew and Urshela and Gardner so much is because they don't have to be hitting home runs in order to be impactful. 
And so now I think we have more of those guys, and I think LeMahieu has gotten a lot better. And same with Gio, and obviously Brett Gardner is probably our cornerstone contact hitter. So I think if the hitters get hot, even just for one game, that could carry over into the second game, no matter who's pitching. Yeah, it's definitely a game of momentum. Yeah, I think this is where the best of three helps because the Yankees, you saw for that stretch, there was a stretch kind of late in the season where the Yankees looked almost unbeatable because they just kept hitting homers. And there's another reason why I think this best of three format, not only the best of three format, but the neutral site games could hurt the Yankees is because the Bronx crowd during the postseason is electric. Oh, yeah. It is, it is – can you name a better fan base, honestly, during the postseason? Because you saw in 2017 when they rallied against the Astros, it seemed like the entire state of New York was behind them. Sanchez hits it into the gap. You can see the cameras are shaking because it's so loud. And even last year against the Astros, when Hicks hit the homer off the foul pole, the stadium just erupted. So I think this is where the no fans neutral side may have hurt the Yankees, but I don't think that will diminish their. Uh, I don't think that'll diminish their hitting. Yeah, I don't think it will either. All right, Minnesota and Houston. What do you think? I'm going to take Minnesota here because here's why. First of all, Astros, or is it because you think Minnesota's going to win? I think Minnesota's going to win, and here's why. Because, first of all, I, w- I would love to see the Bomba Squad. That's such a cool name. Like, I-, I love that name so much, the Bomba Squad. So, so cool. Um, other than <sighs> Granky and maybe McCullers, the Twins ha- definitely have opportunities to – tee off on these other Astros pitchers that aren't exactly equipped for the postseason yet. I think that's something Verlander and Keuchel definitely helped them with in past years. And the Twins also have very good pitching. Obviously, you saw Maeda. He looked great this year. And they've got Berrios. And I don't know if Rich Hill could be his Dodger self, but I think they have the pitching depth to overtake this Astros team that looked terrible during the regular season. Yeah, I completely agree. I do think it'll go to three games, but I think that the Twins' bullpen definitely edges them out. You know, you got Romo, you got Trevor May, you got Brad Hands, and I think that, honestly, when I look at the Astros' bullpen, I don't see any names that I recognize, and I see five guys on the injured list. And Verlander's obviously done for the season, and then you look at the starting pitching, you've got Granke and you got a McCullers his first year back. I just don't see it happening. Not to mention I hate the Astros, obviously, but what is everybody? So, yeah, I agree that I don't think anybody but Astros fans wants them to go deep in the postseason. And also the Twins aren't playing the Yankees. Yeah. So um, I think that'll be very beneficial for them. All right. Um Sorry, no one cares about the Twins either. I think that series is just a complete bust. No one cares about 
Well, this to me in general, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think the Twins could be like, not that they're this much of an underdog, I think they could be like the Titans of the MLB. Like, yeah. does anybody, like, really dislike them? Like a rival? No, well, because they don't, I don't think they even have a rival. Exactly. That's my point. I think they're the Titans. They might be the Titans this year of the MLB. If they make, yeah, if they make a deep playoff run, I think they will have neutral baseball fans behind them. 100%. You know, Romo, Sergio Romo and Josh Johnson are absolutely electric. They bring fire to the game. I think that that's what everybody wants in the postseason. You know, on the NL, you've got obviously like Bauer and like Tatis in them. I think that the Twins are the American League version. Yes, I, I agree. I think it'll be interesting. All right. Next series, Oakland and the White Sox. You know what? I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to let you go first on this one. I think that the A's are going to blow Chicago out of the water. I think that – Whoa. Hold I, on. Whoa, hold on. Back, so back it up. Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, like, like back up your claim. Like, let, let me hear it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I think that the only competitive game is going to be the first game because you've got Giulio and whoever the A's choose to pitch, whether it's Fires, Manea, or Lazardo. But then you look at you look at the Chicago's roster, and you've got some pretty big stars. You know, you've got Moncada, you've got Anderson, and who was the other guy that was really hot this year? You, Jimenez. Yeah, you've got Jimenez. But this is their first year in the postseason in forever. I just don't see it happening. I think that uh, the A's have a slightly better bullpen, uh, especially with Liam Hendricks. And I just – I think that the A's just have more postseason experience. You know, I think it's been the second – this will be the third year, the, the last year this year is because of the new format that they're in the wildcard game. I think they know how to handle pressure. It doesn't matter as much because there's no fans. But I just think that – I think that the A's have more depth. I'll just say that. All right. Are you ready for this case for the Chicago White Sox? All right, let me crack my neck. All right, there we go. The White Sox are another dynamite team, along with the Yankees. They absolutely have the ability to get hot. And it showed this year, I think the – I don't want to call them the fearsome foursome yet. You got Abreu, Jimenez, Anderson, Luis Robert – who looked incredible. And obviously the White Sox were not supposed to be this good this fast. However, Oakland, as much as I want them to do well in the postseason, like whenever they've been in the postseason, like I feel like it would be so fun to have them like in a championship series or even a World Series, especially with that crowd. Even though they're absolutely electric. Yeah, even though they're in the regular season, it's kind of dead. Like, I went to a game there once. It was it was kind of dead. But during the postseason, that entire city shows out. Yeah. And it is a big help to Oakland, but... It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm, I might get exposed to this. Is Chapman out for the year? Uh, Chapman... Let me see. Uh... I don't know. I thought because I thought he was hurt. 
I don't see him on the roster. What does he play? He plays third base, right? Yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's here. So I think that's a big blow to Oakland. And honestly, they don't have as sexy okay, not like this is a big enough deal, but they don't have like a shut down roster. Like someone like I don't know. They don't have as much explosion potential as someone like the White Sox or the Yankees or even someone like the Padres. So if Chicago can get their bats hot, and as long as they stay disciplined, because they are a very aggressive hitting team, as long as they can stay disciplined against Oakland's starting pitching, I think they could literally just hit their way into the next round. I could see that. I just think that it's Oakland's year. All right. National League, Dodgers, Milwaukee. What do you think? I'm going to go Dodgers here. Even though I think the Brewers were the worst case scenario, eight seed for the Dodgers. I think if this was Philly for the Giants, I think maybe they, either of those teams can maybe pull out a game. Or no, they couldn't pull out a game. What am I saying? I reversed that. I think Milwaukee could definitely take a game here. But I think the Dodgers are just better. They're just better equipped for a, a series like this, I think. Yeah, so, Dodgers are just better. Yeah, uh, yeah nothing, no, nothing really much else to add. Yeah, obviously the starting pitching for the Dodgers is 100% better. I do think that the bullpen for the Brewers edges them out just slightly, but the Dodgers do have more depth. Yes. I just – I don't see it happening. I just don't think that Milwaukee is – I don't think the Milwaukee's going to win a playoff series for a good couple of years, even with the Yelich. Um, San Diego and St. Louis. I'm going to go with San Diego, and here's why. But the Cardinals, their pitching is – do you agree? It's, it's pretty good. However. Besides flattery, honestly, it's not that great. It's like decent, but they're not very good at scoring. Yeah. And you kind of need to score in order to win games. The Padres, they are my third dynamite team. Then the White Sox and Yankees, they're my third dynamite team. Tatis Jr., when he's hot, he's unstoppable. And the rest of that lineup really looked, like, formidable. Like, when they were um, ixnaying that end-of-the-season slump, they looked like they could go toe-to-toe with contenders. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like as long as the pitching holds up a little bit, I think they could – there's a chance for a deep playoff run. Not to mention that St. Louis has played something like 20 games in 15 days. Oh, God, yeah. Also that, because, yeah, I forgot. They got hit with COVID pretty hard. I remember looking at the standing. It's standing. It's standings. It's like everyone else played 20 games, and you have St. Louis. They're like five and four. Yeah, but they have the best. So, so. Um, I do – my only worry is that Clevenger is out with bicep tightness. He might not – until like the NLCS or the NLDS. That's really, that's really big. 
But if you look at it, the only good pitcher that they have is Chris Paddock. And on any other team, he's probably not the ace. He's a he's the best pitcher on the Padres, but he's not the ace. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Padres are more likely to get hot than the car over the Cardinals. So that's why I have them advancing. All right, next series. Uh, Chicago's Marlin. Yeah, you can go first. Um, before I say who I picked, obviously, the Marlins have lost the playoff series. They're undefeated. They've never lost the playoff series? They've only made the postseason twice in both years. They won the World Series. Yeah, 03 and 90. Oh, man, this is going to eat away at me. Nothing. No, 98 was Padres-Yankees. I think it might have been 2000. Yeah, they won in o- They beat the Yankees in 03. I know that. So who do you have? Oh, 90, 97. It was 97. Okay. Yes. Okay, it was 97. All right. I'm going Chicago. And here's why. Continuity. It's huge, especially during COVID. The core of Bryant Rizzo, Baez, I think is not only just recognizable, I think they're just good. And the Marlins, even though they're, A, they're not supposed to be here, which means they have nothing to lose. And B, I just don't think the Marlins are good enough, even though they have someone like Sixto Sanchez who could definitely win the Marlins a game. I think the series is going three. And I could definitely see how the Marlins could could win the series, but I think Chicago is just a better team. Yeah, I do think even though the Marlins are on the come up and you could make a case that they're pretty exciting, I think that this is definitely the most boring series out of the National League. Um, really? Yeah. I agree. Like, the only people that the Marlins entertain is Miami. And – the Cubs are boring also, but they've actually got good starting pitching and they've got a decent bullpen. Kimbrel has sucked this year. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, I see it going three games. I don't see anything else to cover. I think it's a boring series. Yeah, the Marlins were playing the Yankees yesterday. Other than Garrett Cooper, for some reason, I, I don't think your average baseball fan can name a Marlins batter. Yeah being serious like they're they're just kind of they're they're not good they're not good enough that's right. what i'm saying atlanta cincinnati i will go first i absolutely love the reds you've got bauer castillo and uh what's his name sunny gray yeah i just uh, even atlanta you you've got acuna and stuff soroka's out freed is out you really don't have any pitching what do you have like Cole Hamels is out. I don't. I don't see it happening at all. I think that it goes three games. I think Castillo blows up in the second game for the Reds. But I honestly, I have Cincinnati going in the NLCS actually. So I so badly want to pick Cincinnati, but here's why I'm not. God, their offense is too one-dimensional. Meaning what? They rely too much on home runs in order to be impactful on offense. It's what took down the Yankees 
for the past three years. And honestly, it might this year too. But Who knows? Playing? The Atlanta does not – I know what people say, good pitching beats good hitting. Atlanta does not have good pitching. They are not a good – Atlanta has better hitting. Yeah, but – I would argue that Atlanta has better hitting. The Reds have better pitching, and good pitching beats better good, – beats good hitting. I don't well, see – Saw in the NFL, Chiefs don't have a very good defense, but gosh darn, do they have – do they have an offense? Yeah. And Acuna is incre- – Acuna is incredible. Will you agree with me on that? Acuna is incredible. Yeah, but Acuna's one guy. You've got three. Always one guy, but hold on. I'm not done yet. They have more guys. Let me load up, in fact. Let me load up the roster. <sighs> okay. Where are we working with you? I already have a counter argument, so I'll just let you go. All right. Hold on. Let me. Okay. You ready for this? There's Acuna. Freeman, Ozuna, Swanson, Duval, Arcakis, Owies. Tell me, if they can't just get to either Bauer, Gray, or Castillo just for one game, that could carry over into another game. I already said that they're gonna they're gonna beat up on Castillo. I just think that I just don't see it happening. I don't think that the Braves are a playoff team, especially with their pitching. I mean, you would need a miracle for them to beat even one of – to go head-to-head. Like, would you going to have Ian Anderson go up with Bauer and Josh Tomlin with Castillo and Kyle Wright with Sonny Gray? It just doesn't work. You, they have no pitching. Now, here's the thing. I think the offense can propel them for two games – and then once they get back the pitching for the next round, that's why I think they could they could go far. But I also could absolutely see Cincinnati winning the series, okay. like just because they have three guys for three games. Okay. I just think Atlanta is much much better offensively, and I think as long as the pitchers hold up a little bit, and also if the Reds if they keep the ball in the ballpark. Atlanta will win this series. <sighs> All right. That's what you think. Yes, that is what I think. That is what I think. All right. Now that we've completed that, let's go. Let's do some bold predicting. All right. Other than the records, or not just the records, the results. John, I'm going to let you go first. What's one bold prediction you have for the American League? The American League? American League. I think that... Oakland goes to the ALCS. I think that they steamroll, or they don't steamroll. I think that it's a close game between Oakland and the Twins in the ALDS. I think they edge them. Especially, no one thinks about this, but the the ALDS is in Los Angeles, so it's in California where the the Oakland A's are. Twins have all the way from Minneapolis to Los Angeles with a time difference, which I don't – if you play baseball, you know that seriously affects you. Um, so, Oakland in the ALCS. That's my first bold prediction. What about you? I am going to go with this. If the Blue Jays miraculously take down Tampa Bay, 
they will go to the ALCS. And here's why. Re disregarding the fact that it would obviously take a miracle. They kind of beat up on the Yankees during the regular season. Yeah, but the Yankees yeah. were terrible. They either blew them out or got blown out. And I would kind of count on Toronto to blow them out two times versus the Yankees blowing them out two times. But you don't even have the Yankees. Do you have the Yankees going to the ALDS? Yes, I have them beating Cleveland. Okay, well then that's, I don't know. I could see Toronto beating the Yankees. I don't see them beating Cleveland. Sorry, that's my school alarm, even though it's Monday and we have school off. All right, my next prediction is that I think Cincinnati goes to the AL uh, the NLCS, and I think that they face the Dodgers, and it goes to seven games. Seven games? All right. Tell it's, me why. It's very similar to the Dodgers-Nationals NLDS last year. You've got the three big starting pitchers with May, Kershaw, and Walker Buehler, and then you've got Sonny Gray, Trevor Bauer, and Luis Castillo, and I just think that'll be a really good series. Uh, I just think it's evenly matched. That's all. But the hot take, uh, can... the hot take is obviously the Reds being the seventh seed and the Dodgers being the one seed. So. Mm -hmm. I get that. I get that. All right. My second bold prediction. This is going to lead into our next discussion. I think the Rays win the whole thing. Oh, but yeah, I have that also. You have to also have the Rays winning the whole thing. I'm facing now. I so originally I had them facing the Dodgers because I originally had thought that they were the best team. And I did some rethinking. I did some rethinking because I have Rays Twins in the ALCS. What do you disapprove? I just think that, I don't know. What were you going to say? And then the NLCS, I had Dodgers Atlanta because I feel like as long as Atlanta gets past Cincinnati, if they, if, as long as they use their hitting and get past Cincinnati, I think they can get their starting pitching back and then beat whoever wins between Chicago and the Marlins. The only pitcher that Atlanta's getting back is Freed, and he's not even their ace. Soroka's their ace, and he's gone. So Season? Yeah, he had a torn Achilles in the yeah. first season. I just think Atlanta has that good of an offense that I think they can make up for their losses on pitching. So I was doing some rethinking. I think it was going to be the final four teams. I think the Rays will win it all because, A, I think they have the best pitching staff in baseball. And, B, even though they're not the best hitting team, they come up clutch which is something that kind of derailed the Yankees. I know I keep alluding to them, but they weren't able to hit clutch when it mattered most. And the Rays, they do. Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I think that the Rays in past years, they've had teams standing in their way. You know, they had the Astros. Uh, the Yankees were obviously the king of the AL East. I think that this year, none of them are as strong. I think the only team standing in their way would be the A's. And I have them beating the A's in the ALCS. In five games. Okay. 
actually steamrolling them. Hmm. Wow. All right. So a couple more things. Do you think, I'm going to rephrase this. Let me ponder this for a second. Who do you think is the greatest candidate to upset the Dodgers in the National League? I would. I want – from what I want, I would say it's the Padres. I think that would be awesome for baseball seeing the Padres take over the NL West and beat the Dodgers in the NLDS. I don't see it happening. I don't think that the Padres are on the Dodgers level, especially in the playoffs. So I think that the Reds, again, are the most likely team to beat the Dodgers. They're the only team that matches up with them as starting pitching. Hmm. I get that. I agree with you in that the Dodgers are basically a better Padres. Yeah. The Dodgers could definitely do better. It's also just no matter how good LA's been, they've always found a way to just not put it together in the postseason. You can just say Clayton Kershaw does not perform in the postseason. Clayton Kershaw does not perform well in the postseason. Boom. There you go. Um, last thing I want to do, I wanted to rank what you would most, the ma- the World Series matchups you'd most want, like to see. Okay. So I want, I want three matchups you'd like to see and three that you would not like to see. So let's start off with the ones we want, we want to see. I'll let you go first. In any order? Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and there's no specific order in this. I would like to see the Yankees and the Dodgers just because everybody wants that World Series matchup every single year because you've got, like, Bellinger and Mookie and Kershaw and just all the stars. It's just, it's just the two big market teams. You've got the Bronx Bombers and then just the Dodgers who make the World Series every year. You can mm-hmm. also compare it with the Dodgers always making the World Series and the Yankees in past years always winning the World Series with 27 World Series rings. Mm-hmm. And I also think that it's just in a perfect world, in a perfect season, I think that the Dodgers and the Yankees are both the one seed. Nice. Okay. I'm going to let you – no, no, I'm going to go next. A lot of the websites had this – and I already said this before, how awesome would it be for a San Diego White Sox World Series? I was going to say that because it's the two new teams, right? Yeah, they, both of the teams haven't been in the postseason since the mid-late 2000s, and now you have all these young stars going head-to-head. And like that. Now they're both back. Also, yeah, and the, you, this could possibly be the beginning of like a new era kind of in baseball. So I think that would be really fun. All right, what's, what's another one you want to see? Oh, I was just thinking of this. What if you had Cleveland and Cincinnati? Ooh. Both in Ohio. Back Ohio. Interesting. You know how in the regular season, Bauer and Clevenger were going to go head-to-head uh, with, like, the Battle of Ohio. Obviously, now Clevenger's on San Diego. Mm-hmm. You've got Bauer going for revenge against his old teammates. After- yeah. And the the Reds are just electric, and it would be 
if the Reds made the World Series in general, especially against Cleveland, all eyes would be on Trevor Bauer. I agree, because obviously he's the biggest personality. Yeah. And big personalities always get the attention. All right. I don't know if I I would want to see this, but I think America and the baseball universe would like to see this. Yankees Marlins. Oof. Just because I don't if the Marlins won, the Yankees would be clowned forever. For- <laughs> like I can't even imagine what the blowback would be if the Yankees somehow lost to this Marlins, and they just they just lost a series to the Marlins. I, were they trying? I, I don't know, but if they lost a World Series to the Marlins, there would just be so many storylines and just so much media attention to be like this Marlins team of basically nobodies who's just kind of happy to be here just took down this baseball empire. It would be such a David Goliath series. I think that's interesting only if the Marlins win, to be honest. I mean, the the Marlins are essentially a minor league baseball team. <laughs> Got it. Uh, but honestly, I don't see that happening. There's literally no way. Like, the Marlins aren't supposed to be there. They're just not supposed to be there. No. My next take would be... This is a hard one. I could. There's two things that I would say. It would. Okay. You could do Oakland and LA because you've got the two Ooh. California teams. Mm-hmm. You could do Oakland and San Diego because that could be, that could be Oakland's in the playoffs, like the wild card game, every single year, and I'm sure it's extremely frustrating. And they finally get there, and then you've got San Diego who just got hot one year during COVID when honestly the season's kind of a bust and they get there and you, I could see the Padres just ruining the A's chances. They finally get there and then they just run into the Padres. Dude, I've said, I already said it. I want Oakland to do well in the postseason. Yeah. Like, uh, especially like with the players they have, just they're, they have one of the lowest payrolls in baseball, if I'm not mistaken. Definitely. I think – is it like only the Rays that have a lower payroll or are there teams under them? I think the Rays and maybe even Miami. Oh, yeah, probably Miami. Yeah. And every but, other bad in general. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would like to see that. Yeah. All right. One more that I would like to see, also kind of based off that small market, would be Tampa Bay, San Diego. Yeah. Just because it, it's it's a dyna, it's a dynamite team versus pretty much the favorite. Just because if the Padres get hot, that would be, I feel like, an all-time series if the Padres get hot. If the Padres are cold, then the Rays would sweep them, and then that wouldn't be that fun. Yeah, especially because you have Tampa, who's obviously got great pitching and like decent hitting. But the Padres just kind of – they honestly, they just kind of get it done. You've got Tatis, you've got Paddock and Clevenger if he comes back. But both the Rays and the Padres don't really have any, like, big strengths that beat the other team. Like, I think it would be a good series. It wouldn't be my top choice, but I could definitely see it being electric. Yes, I agree. All right, let's get into the three we, we don't want to see. I'll okay. let you start. Okay. 
<laughs> there's some really boring teams. I would not want to see Minnesota and St. Louis. Like that would be so boring. <laughs> I I agree, especially if there's no crowd. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. St. Louis and yeah, just I agree with I agree with that. Um I personally any World Series with the Astros. Just cuz a I already have a predetermined dislike for the Astros, and I think a lot of baseball world does too. And also, just would you want to see a World Series with the Astros? Because you, I feel like you'd be the entire series. Like they don't deserve this, you know? Yeah, I think that I would say in the regular, in like a real season with fans, it would be something that people want because. It's kind of like everybody's going for revenge, but we really don't get that with no fans there. I just think that no one wants to see them succeed in general. Like, we don't want to see them make the World Series and then get knocked out. We want to prove to everybody that they were only good because they cheated. And that Altuve is terrible. They lost Cole. Verlander's out for the season. Yeah, I don't see anything with Houston. I agree. A lot of the AL are really boring. Yeah, I agree. The National League is definitely a little more exciting because uh, you, you have the top teams in Tampa Bay, who's not exactly an MLB.tv team. Yeah. Nor is Oakland or Minnesota. I feel like the only teams that fit those categories are the Yankees and the White Sox. Yeah. And the Rays are a fun team to watch. But first of all, no one goes to the games. Not that it matters, but they just don't really have a fan base. Uh, my next really boring pick would be – I would say Toronto and Milwaukee, but Toronto's got too many young stars where people would be interested. I would say Cleveland and Milwaukee because they're two teams that just – like they're small market and no one really cares about them. And mm-hmm. nobody cares about Cleveland. They've had so many chances to make it, and they just aren't good enough. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, Cleveland's not exactly the most fun team to watch, and I feel like everyone else around them is so much more interesting. Yeah. Especially once they traded like Bauer and Clevenger. They've got yeah. Yeah. absolutely no fun. Unless you're looking at Zach Plesak, who disobeyed COVID protocols and got suspended. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. All right. My last World Series that I would not want to see, another just kind of like, <sighs> Oakland, Oakland, Chicago. Why? Just because they don't have anything like in common? I thought you said you wanted Oakland to go deep. No. Mm. Here's what I mean. I feel like a lot of these matchups we don't want to see the baseball world will be like, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, no one like, can. This should not happen. That's yeah. kind of what I base my. I, that's kind of what I base these on, like because like I feel like if it was Cubs Athletics, I feel like this format would be trashed forever. Like the reason why I don't think people really like people would put an asterisk on the season 
is if like two weird teams were in the World Series yeah. that like definitely wouldn't have been in a normal season. Like, just imagine if someone here. Here's another one. Like, my, like Miami and Toronto. Like, just two teams that were just not. We're supposed to be rebuilding, and we're supposed to not be good in a 162 game season. All of a sudden, are competing for the top prize in the MLB. And I feel like people would definitely put an asterisk if a non-favorite won the World Series. So that's kind of why I put Oakland Chicago. Yeah, not to mention that Toronto's not even in America, or United States, so who cares? Uh, I honestly, I think that, I think that the MLB, like last year, people are not going to agree with me on this, but I do think the MLB is rigged. That's a really hot take, but I'm, I'm a Nats fan. So if you followed the World Series, you knew that they had it completely, like the umpires were absolutely terrible, but it was so obvious that they were favoring the Astros completely. Like there's a Twitter account out there that would go through and take all of the bad calls. And it was game one was like 14 for the Astros, three for the Nationals. And then it was like, it was like nine and four. Every single game, the umpires favored the Astros. I don't know if that was like coincidental or the MLB wanted them to. I don't know why they would want the Astros to win. The Nationals had the perfect story. But I think that especially because all of the money is going to be based on TV views and that's what the owners want, I think that the MLB will make sure that you don't see, you don't see Milwaukee, you won't see the Cardinals, you won't see the Cubs. I bet you. Kind of a big market, though. Who? Chicago. I would say Chicago is a pretty big market. I'm talking about like how. Oh, just like like for the team. Yeah, I think Uh, that I think that the MLB is. It's not rigged, but I think that they favor other teams. I think that you'll see that they favor the Yankees. Uh, yeah. I think if I think if it was like Dodgers Twins. Yeah. I think you would definitely see favoring of the Dodgers. If it's if it's Yankees Rays, I think that it'll be so obvious that they're favoring the Yankees. I bet you you'll see somebody like Charlie Morton or like Tyler Glasnow or one of their pitchers will be like these balls are different. You know, I think Verlander was the one who said it two years ago that the seams are much smaller and the balls are like yellow. Mm-hmm. And with Tampa being a good pitching team and New York being a good hitting team, they'll want the Yankees hitting bombs off them, which wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen unless they do something. Yeah, I think they'll definitely favor the MLB.TV teams. Like, if you see a series where it's like, I don't know, San Diego, St. Louis, there, perfect example. St. Louis is a very boring baseball team. And San Diego obviously has the potential to get ratings. And you see this in pretty much all the sports. I'll think of, like, the NBA, for example. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of conspiracies after game five that the it was, like, people were like, it's clear that the NBA wants a Lakers-Celtics final. Yeah. Just because Lakers-Celtics. And you even saw in the Western Conference Finals, Los Angeles and Denver. And you obviously had all the people saying that the Lakers wrote a letter to the league saying, why isn't LeBron getting calls? And then LeBron got calls. I just think, obviously, I think the owners want what's best for TV ratings. And I think that's why 
someone like a Yankees, Dodgers, or even just a dynamite team like the White Sox and Padres, you, I would definitely look out for those teams just to see what the bad call, bad call, good call discrepancy is between them and someone like an Oakland or a Minnesota or even like a St. Louis. Such a, it's such a money grab. I promise you, if you look at – watch closely to these games – You'll see, like, Atlanta and Cincinnati, they're not going to have to rig it. Watch that game. You'll see that it'll be completely fair. But if you look at the Dodgers-Milwaukee, I bet you if Milwaukee takes game one or game two, those next two games will be controversial. And the Yankees will get favored completely in Cleveland and New York. So I just think that they're killing the game that way and that it's more and more obvious every single year. Yeah, I think they'll definitely look out for that. All right, so we already did talk about our World Series picks. We both had the Rays winning. Who do you think – who would you say is your, like, dark horse that you would put a Vegas bet on whose odds you think are favorable? Who do you think would be a dark horse? I would put all of my money on Cincinnati. Logically, the Dodgers have them be out just because they have better hitting in general. But Cincinnati is just such a fun team to watch. And I think that the only two teams that have a chance of beating Tampa is Cincinnati because Cincinnati and the Dodgers because they're the only two, two teams that line up. But I will be rooting for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll definitely – that'll be – them and the Braves, I think that'll be a very fun series. Yeah. I – would put my dark horse odds. I'm gonna put them on the Twins. Oh my gosh, they're such what? a team. They have nothing. So, that's what the odd the odds will be fine. If I'll get a good return if they do well, and I think they I, I think there's a chance that they will do well. What like Rich Hill is gonna save them and they put them on his back? They have absolutely. I'm saying Rich Hill's gonna put the Twins on his back. Their hitting is very good. Their hitting is very good, and I think that could that could definitely propel them to maybe even the ALCS if the White Sox beat Oakland. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I just think that they, they're only the dark horse because their part of the bracket is terrible. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, they're not the dark horse because of their skill level. They're the dark horse because of everybody else's skill level. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. All right. I think that will wrap things up. John, thank you for coming on to the pod. It was a pleasure. Uh, postseason starts Tuesday. And make sure to have your brackets filled, up, uh, filled out on MLB.com. This, is, this podcast is not sponsored by MLB.com. Just friendly reminder to fill out your brackets and you could win some money. All right. Thank you, John. You take care, as always. Subscribe to the Black and White Sports Pod, and we will see you next time. All right. See ya.